You're listening to Purpose Inspired, a podcast series by myself, Wayne Visser. This season is based on my book, Sustainable Frontiers, Unlocking Change Through Business, Leadership and Innovation. Introduction, The Art of Letting Go. Exploring future frontiers means letting go of the past. I was delighted to be reminded recently of a little story in the prologue to Richard Bach's 1977 inspiring book, Illusions, The Adventure of a Reluctant Messiah. Here's how it goes. Once there lived a village of creatures along the bottom of a great crystal river. The current of the river swept silently over them all, young and old, rich and poor, good and evil, the current going its own way, knowing only its own crystal self. Each creature in its own manner clung tightly to the twigs and rocks of the river bottom, for clinging was their way of life, and resisting the current what each had learned from birth. But one creature said at last, I am tired of clinging. Though I cannot see it with my eyes, I trust that the current knows where it is going. I shall let go and let it take me where it will. Clinging, I shall die of boredom. The other creatures laughed and said, Fool, let go and that current you worship will throw you, tumbled and smashed across the rocks, and you will die quicker than boredom. But the one heeded them not, and taking a breath, did let go, and at once was tumbled and smashed by the current across the rocks. Yet, in time, as the creature refused to cling again, the current lifted him free from the bottom, and he was bruised and hurt no more. I share this little story extract because it speaks so exactly to the theme of this book and this series, which is pursuing the frontiers of sustainability by unlocking change. So much of a successful transition to a more sustainable future, which is by no means certain, depends on letting go. In the episodes that follow, we will explore how we must find ways to let go of an industrial system that has served us well but is no longer fit for purpose. We will need to let go of old styles of leadership and outdated models of business, high-impact lifestyles and selfish values. We must learn to let go of cherished ideologies that are causing destruction and beliefs about ways to tackle problems that are failing to resolve crises. It is no wonder that we are scared to let go. Many of us are comfortable clinging to our consumptive habits and selfish behaviours. Besides, the future is uncertain and our greatest fear as humans is a fear of the unknown. We would rather trust and fight to protect the present we know than gamble on the future we don't. And yet, as academic Jared Diamond has documented in his book Collapse, civilizations that fail to change are civilizations that ultimately fall. Furthermore, historian Arnold Toynbee points out that the decline of civilization starts with the failure to open the public and political mind to new possibilities. 
people become trapped in a paradigm, literally a pattern of thinking, and are closed to a different emergent worldview, despite mounting evidence to support the new reality. If we are to reach sustainable frontiers, therefore, it must begin with changing our collective minds, and only then will we change our collective behaviour. How we accomplish such a global mind shift is the subject of this series. And it starts by admitting that those of us at the vanguard of the sustainability revolution also have to change. We will also have to let go of cherished beliefs and strategies that are not working, starting with the way we communicate our vital life-saving mission. The sustainability movement faces extinction. What could save it? We all want to change the world, but where to begin? Maybe a good start would be by getting as far away from sustainability as possible. If you are already in its clutches, don't despair. It's not too late to turn around, walk away and never look back. Forget you ever heard the S word and take a vow of silence never to speak it again. Once you've done that, you might consider joining a tech company, Infotech, Biotech, Cleantech, it doesn't matter which, they will all be indistinguishable soon. I'm betting that would be a good way to kickstart your world-changing mission. I say this after more than 20 years as a professional in sustainability, capital S if you're a devotee, which I've discovered to be many things, but certainly not an effective strategy for change, at least not yet. The reason is fairly simple. The essential idea of sustainability, that we must endure, perpetuate, hold on to the past and drag it into the future, is about as exciting as watching lettuce wilt under the midday sun. As Michael Braungart, co-author of Cradle to Cradle, likes to say, sustainability is boring. I imagine your expressions of shock and horror, but it's true. Sustainability has won many battles for the best new jargon inventor, for the most likely to make you feel good, but it has lost the war for the hearts and minds of the people. It has pinned its colours to the mast of scarcity and survival, when most of the world is far more interested in prosperity and thriving. I'd go so far as to say that the sustainability movement has failed to understand what it means to be human. Let me explain. As human beings, our lives are all about change, about growth and development. At best, life is about making things better. Even as a civilization, we're all about evolution, although we prefer to call it progress. Now, as it happens, sustainability wonks believe that they are all about progress with a capital P. Unfortunately, the rest of the world remains unconvinced. Sustainability is like a geeky, pimply teenager who has come to our party, turned off the music and told us that we would really be much happier if we stopped having so much darn fun. The key to having a good time, declares our party pooper, is to practice a lot more self-restraint. All of those on board with the austerity train say, hell yeah. What? No one? Make no mistake, if we are to survive, let alone thrive, the world is going to have to change dramatically, radically and irreversibly. The question is, how will it happen? 
In this series, I'll be digging into the nature of change and what role we play as leaders in making it happen in our societies, our organizations, and as individuals. And when change does turn our lives upside down, as it will, how can we become more resilient? To begin with, let me plant a seminal idea, which is that all change is about connection. In other words, connectivity is the underlying catalyst for change. We are living proof of this. The first neurons in our brains, called predecessors, are in place 31 days after fertilization. In the early stages of a fetus's brain development, 250,000 neurons are added every minute, and by the time a baby is born, there are about 100 billion neurons, which remain roughly constant through life. Learning only happens when synapses are formed. They connect the neurons to each other. At birth, the number of synapses per neuron is about 2,500. By two or three, it has risen to 15,000, and some neurons later develop up to 50,000 connections each. Hence the dramatic changes in the early years of a child's life, all those remarkable feats of learning and development, are due to increasing connectivity, or as scientists like to call it, complexity. And we see the same pattern at work in society. The first computer, Charles Babbage's analytical machine of 1837, would have had the equivalent of 675 bytes of memory. By comparison, according to Cisco, between 1984 and 2012, the internet generated 1.2 zettabytes of data. That's 1.2 with 20 zeros after it. The point is that scaling the number of networked relationships is at the heart of almost all change, including biological and social evolution. My contention is that if we wish to save the sustainability movement from an ironic fate of extinction, we will have to get much smarter about change, better at riding the waves of science and technology, better at becoming intelligently connected, and better at designing change efforts that align with evolutionary dynamics. For this reason, unlocking change is the golden thread that runs through this series. In the episodes that follow, we will explore how to unlock change through transformational leadership, enterprise reform, technology innovation, corporate transparency, stakeholder engagement, integrated value, and future fitness. So buckle up, it's going to be an exciting ride, and we'll skip the farm of withering lettuce.